Do you live your life rock boat to rock boat? If so, then welcome aboard the Boatcast, the podcast for rock boaters by rock boaters. Ladies and gentlemen, from Let's Go Music Festival, please welcome Mr. Adam Moore. Welcome. Hey, how's it going? This is awesome. Second year in a row now working with you. Uh, you know, festivals are so awesome. Summer's ramping up. How excited are you? I'm getting pumped. I got my, I got my flights booked. Uh, I got my hotel booked. My mom's real excited. It's in my hometown, so she's very excited that she gets to see me. Nice. Did she go last year? Yeah, she went last. Her and my dad came last year. Uh, she likes music. My dad uh, doesn't hear that well, so he likes going to. He likes the food. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean it's yeah. got it's got something for everyone, you know. Yeah, I don't think he knew any of the bands last year or this year for sure doesn't. <laughs> and that, but you know what? That's the best part, right? We were just we were just speaking to um, Keith Murray of We Are Scientists and. We were talking about how festivals just bring a different level of excitement and the atmosphere is different. And, you know, Let's Go Music Festival has such an, uh, an awesome collective group of artists. It really does provide uh, a listening tune for anybody who wants to be exposed to new music and some amazing staples in the music industry. Yeah, that's what that's what we tried to that's what we tried to bring. I see the Cretans Clearwater Revival uh, album in the background, so that's my dad's favorite band. So, oh, you see that? Yeah, yeah. So dad's got good taste, in, like, man. John Fogerty or somebody, he'd be. Fun. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, but we try to bring in a little bit for everything and for everyone, and I think we did a I think we did a pretty good job this year. Um, last year we had Southern rock, '90s rock, country. And this year it's a little more rock. We did we weren't able to lock down any of the southern rock bands that we wanted. So instead of having like a very like limited southern rock day, we just scrapped it this year and went just all rock first Friday and Saturday, and then moved the country over to Sunday. Yeah, it's a it's an awesome lineup, and and it's so diverse for each day. Like we were, we were also speaking about this as well with. Um, the one of the photographer the photographer from front rail photography oh, uh, who's going to be yeah. there amanda yep and um we were talking about how unique it is because you don't always see that at a festival usually it's just a bunch of bands that are kind of the same genre and it's just like whatever and but this one is unique in the fact that it's kind of got the, it's kind of kind of has its days for the set audience and it's cool too because you could go friday right and you could really love the atmosphere and you'd be like all right kids let's Let's go back again Saturday. You can run up and grab more tickets, right? So that's what I mean. I think it, a lot of festivals. It seems like they, yeah, you have like either you go to a country festival or like I go to a hangout music festival a lot. Um, that's one of my favorites, and it's mostly like way newer music. And then they'll throw in like Lenny Kravitz or Cheryl Crow for like, hey, here's like if you're one of the, like the super rich people that came here, here's an artist that you know, and your kids know all the other ones playing. But I think for ours, especially like being in a smaller town, um, giving people the option, like our single day tickets go on sale right away where a lot of festivals will do like 
buy your three day tickets and then we'll put single take tickets uh on sale at the end and for us it's like all right if you just want to come one day sure and and just like you said we hope that if you come friday you're gonna go okay this was awesome i'm gonna come saturday too uh or next year go buy that three-day pass uh and come all the days so you know adam for people who are listening right now and, and and they're searching let's go music festival and whatnot can you explain to people exactly i mean you're like the jack of all trades there like you run them i feel like you're the captain of the ship obviously there's liz and chris and, yeah. and, and and that's fine but like can you let everybody know about your your role with let's go music festival yeah so uh the first year uh gin blossoms played they were one of the headliners and that's one of my clients uh so i do okay for bands that's basically my job i, I started my company in 2012 after working for a couple of record labels um and have just been kind of doing that since then and so gin blossoms played their first year and you know liz and chris it was their first time running a festival so they're brand new to everything of it um and when i saw that we were playing a festival in annapolis i was pumped because it was like all right well let me get my parents tickets and maybe it'll give me a, a time to come home and see my parents and then we'll all go to the show together um and so I reached out to the owners um, and uh, and was like, hey, look, like, I work with Jim Blossoms. There's some things you should be doing that you haven't asked us for. Um, so let's start doing that. Um, and if you plan to do this again, like, let me help you. This is what I do for a living. And I love that you're doing this in my hometown. Um, so let me help you. Like, I'll come on board. Um, so we did the first year and I actually wasn't it. We did our family vacation it happened to be the same week as the festival. So nobody got to go. Um, but <laughs> the second year, uh, they reached out and they were like, all right, we're doing this like, and brought me on board first to just help with marketing. And then it turned into a lot of other stuff. And yeah, it's just a little bit of everything. Like we're such a small team that, um, you know, everybody helps in whatever ways. So, you know, when it comes to, you know, especially for the country day, like Liz and Chris aren't as big of country fans. So when mm -hmm. the booking agent is giving us names, like we're all working together, looking at Polestar to see like how many tickets do they sell, looking at social media to see their fan bases in the area. Like if you go in the back end to Facebook ads, you can see like how many people like a certain band in our radius. Um, yeah. And then looking at Spotify followers and everything to to say, all right, if this band is X amount of money and this band is X amount of money, but they have, you know, all these other followers, even though they might not have as many hits, you can tell that people are spending money on uh, seeing their shows through yeah. or, or streaming their music. And that was like a big thing with the last year with Walk Off the Earth is when they came, they're like, you know, no one knows who they don't get their music really played on the radio, but they have billions of YouTube views. And by far, like, I mean, we had Goo Goo Dolls, we had Leonard Skinner, and Walk Off the Earth had more YouTube views than any of them um, because they've had all those uh, cover songs go viral. Um, mm -hmm. So we had, you know, and then, like, you guys were there. Like, you saw Sister Hazel, like, had a big mm -hmm. crowd. So they still have, yep. like, even though they played, I don't know, they were, like, one of the first bands, I think, to play on mm -hmm. Sunday um, last year they still, I would say, had more of a crowd than maybe the band that came after them. Um, just because, like, you can look at Polestar and see 
they sell tickets like they have a fan base that they interact with i mean if you can make a cruise uh off of off of your artists like you know and sell that's a good those, point those, those, and if that cruise has a podcast yeah, like, yeah exactly you've got a whole podcast about the cruise that you created you know then you have some some fans that are willing to pay uh tickets and so we know all right if we bring in sister hazel maybe you've only heard all for you or that's what it's called right all for you is a big song mm-hmm. maybe mm-hmm. that's the only song you ever heard but you could see that there's tons of people that were up there and you could see from the people who were um you know at the festival if you've got if you've never been uh we allow you to bring in chairs but you sit behind the, where the sound booth is um so a lot of people were sitting behind the sound booth and then for the artist in the daytime that they wanted to see they'd run up to the front and get up close and sister hazel for sure had a lot of people that they got out of the seats and it was like, well, it's a lot more fun up there. Like they're interacting with the crowd um, and they're just a, you know, a great live band. So they, they know how to put on a show. Uh, so it's doing, uh, so doing some of that with trying to figure out what bands should we book. Um, it still all comes down to Liz and Chris, you know, do they, are they a fan yeah. and, and do they want you there? You know, we're still like, the rest of the team is still putting in ideas saying like, Hey, what about these people? What about bro- the brothers more are friends of mine here in Oklahoma. Um, and so that was kind of like a, Hey, can you do me a solid? Like, I think they're going to blow up personally. Um, and so mm-hmm. we also want to have, we want to be a festival that has like the big headliners. And then also you can say like, you know, when you look at the festival shirt from the first couple of years, you go, oh, wow, they yeah. played? Like, I should have got there early. And so, like, last year on Sunday, we had Stephen Wilson Jr. open. And he's got a record deal with uh, Big Machine, which was Taylor Swift's record label um, before she left. Um, Florida Georgia Line, like, a lot of big country artists are on that mm-hmm. label. And so there's, you know, there's a chance with the power their label has that they push some of his songs on radio and they get bigger. And you could have gone and seen him you know, at 12.30, I don't know what time he played, 12.30, 1 p.m. in the afternoon. And, you know, when he was playing, you could have got pretty much right up to the front of the stage. Uh, yeah. And so we're hoping, you know, with that, with Brothers Moore, they're signed to Dolly Parton's management. They've got, um, they're pitching them to record deals now. They've been writing with huge songwriters. Um, and so, like, hopefully this will be the year, um, you know, that they get the record deal that I think they deserve. and. Um, and hopefully people will come see them early and say, oh, they're awesome. Or, you know, they'll miss yeah. out and go, oh, wait, they were on that festival. We should come early and see these bands that end up blowing up. So that's kind of our, yeah. we can get the up and coming bands. One, they're cheaper to book. Um, but two, if we can start to be known as like, hey, we're kind of like, you can see people uh, way early then. I think that'll that'll work out in our favor um, and get people coming early and partying all day with us because there is all the games uh, to do this year with our sponsors. Um, like Beatboxes uh, is a like a wine drink uh, and they're bringing um, like a bracelet making uh, thing um, in their activation. And we've got Jaeger coming with they've got stuff uh, going, Miller Lite. Um, so there's a lot more stuff to do in the field that it's not like we're just, you know, that's just music and then you got nothing else to do. And then this year with the two stages, um, there's no DJ this year. So you just go from the main stage and then go see some of the local acts from Annapolis and then go back or keep your spot 
and um, you know our fairgrounds aren't too big, so you'll be able to hear um, even even if you're not up in front of the um, second stage, you'll be able to hear from the main stage uh, those bands too. Nice. I gotta say I- that this everything we're hearing is consistent with the the whole idea that this is made with the music lover in mind. Yeah. You really you you do the research for us. And so I'm I'm excited to see some of these other bands that I might not have heard of, and uh, you know, there were also some groups that I've always wanted to see that I haven't yet gotten to see, like Silver Sun Pickups, Airborne Toxic Event, Cold War Kids, um, Filter. I mean, live I've seen so many times and cannot wait to see them again. Ed Kowalczyk's voice for anyone who is thinking about going. The very first note that comes out of that man's <laughs> vocal cords, it's like, I don't know oh where it gosh. comes from. I don't know where it comes wow. from. It's it's chills. Yeah, he's awesome. So the year, so I went on the rock boat. I think I told Chris this. I've been on the rock boat once. Um, one of my friends. Uh, they got to get you back on, know, Adam. Got to get you get back, back on. on. Yeah, we I'm do. Silent. Even talking. To, uh, so they do Kayamo as well. And uh, one of my clients is playing Kayamo yep. next year. So I'm thinking about going on that. Um Nice. And, uh, but so the year I went, Ed played, um, it was Ed, it was collective soul. Um, nice. 2014. Is that, is that, was that it? Okay. So yeah. that was the year I went and then I had tickets the next year and I got vertigo like two days before the, uh, the cruise. Oh. And so I was like, Hey man, I just told my buddy, like, you got your own room now. That's uh, I'm not going. Um, but yeah, oh, one of man. my buddies, uh, his name's Steve. Uh, he used to work for Six Man, and now okay. he owns a company called Nerd Fitness. Um, but he was part of Six nice. Man, and he went, you know. So even after he left, he would go on the rock boat. Um, and a couple, one of our buddies, like met his wife on the rock boat. Um, so like it was a, it was definitely a. Um, I've got friends who I met on the rock boat that had never met before um, that I still talk to today. Yeah. Um, so it was definitely a good, it's, it was a good time. Yeah. I, I was sad to miss it the next year. I forget who was playing the year after, but I was like hooked. I was like, after the first year, I was like, I'm in the year. Like, <laughs> let's go. You should just get Gin Blossoms on oh, there and we'll, we'll Gin make Blossoms it. Gin was supposed to be on, um, what, I guess the, whatever comes up. So it would have been in 20, what, when is it? February or something? So I guess yeah, it was yeah. January, January. Okay. So. Gin Blossoms did a tour with Bare Naked Ladies and Ton- uh, not Tonic, uh, who was it? Um, Toad the Wet Sprocket. So they did that summer tour yep. that was like the COVID, the pandemic had pushed it like three summers uh, away. Yeah. And so like it was awesome because like every pretty much every show was sold out because you had basically two and a half years to sell the tickets. Um, and they just kept on honoring everyone's tickets every year after they reannounced and then canceled. Um, but so I went to the wolf trap one and I was talking to Robin and he was talking about like, Oh, we're going to do, uh, the rock boat. And then it turned out that, um, some of the band members ended up not, uh, wanting to do the cruise that, that year. So they, but I was like, all right, I'm in, like, let's, let's do it. I'm going. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> hopefully they'll get them on, uh, the, this next time. Cause I think they'd be perfect for it. Um, they've got so yeah. many hits. Um, that, you know, they played the first year at let's go and their set got cut, um, for lightning. 
And so we're hoping, like, we've been talking, um, Liz and Chris and I, like, you know, maybe next year or the year after, like, get them back in because we could promote it as, like, you know, they're going to finish their set uh, and, you know, yeah. do, the, do the whole thing <laughs> over again. Um, but, yeah, their, their show's awesome. They're great live. They sound exactly the same as they do on the album. And they put on a really, really good show. And it's, like, you they have so many hits that you're just like, all right, check, check. I know that one. I know that one. I know that one. Yeah, you're they're one of, of the choir. Eamon and yeah, I have been they're to one of you. Yeah, they're one of my favorite bands of all time. Oh, awesome! Yeah, they they are really good. I I think it's equally as amazing, you know, that you guys are giving a platform to local bands, and um, you know, in in the rock boat world, we call it sound check, right? So a list of bands who are not really well known at all submit. And people get to vote. And the idea that you guys had this year was wicked awesome. And people got to vote. And Local Orange won. And um, I think it's just a true testament to your management of the festival, Liz and Chris's ownership of the festival, and both of everybody's love for music. That approach to embracing the community. And so it's like it helps us out marketing wise because we have, you know, now 15, 16 other bands that are local and pushing it out to their fans and then it also helps them to this is probably you know for most of them this will be the biggest festival they probably ever end up playing um and a few of the a few of the bands um like um jovan newman who's opening or who's closing that stage on country night he's opened up for quite a few like national acts he's opened up for jimmy allen who was at our festival last year um yeah and then daphne ekman's on that day she just opened up for vanessa carlton in annapolis so a lot of these bands are, you know, are are op- are kind of getting opening slots on one-off shows, and so it was, um, you know, it's kind of cool for them to be able to. All right, local arms will be on the main stage. Um, that was one of the gift, like the yeah. prizes for winning the the fan voted one. But a lot of the bands, I would say probably like fifty percent of the bands, um, Liz and Chris, and there's another guy that works with us, Sean. Um, who all live in Annapolis, they knew these bands and it was like, all right, Hey, these are some of the bigger ones here that we need to make sure we get. And then there was probably like half of them submitted to that contest that we had never heard of. Um, and then we listened to them and just had one day where it was just, I sent a Excel spreadsheet with names and YouTube links. And it was like, let's just go one by one. And we listened to, we probably, I don't know, we had 60 something submissions maybe. And so, um, I think maybe there was like 10 of them that I was just like, you know, we're just going to take these out off the top. I don't think that these, you know, either their genre wasn't right or they just, you know, weren't um, kind of uh, tight enough to to play the festival. Yeah. And then so we probably went through 40 to 50 bands of going, all right, let's put a check mark by them. And then, you know, then we have like 30 check marks and it's like, all right, well, uh, we got to whittle it down even more. Um and so it was fun just, you know, listening to them and uh, and then, you know, sending out the emails where everybody's like super pumped that one of the band's sound waves that's playing, I believe they're all teachers, music teachers maybe. And, um, so their, wow. their opening Saturday when 311 is playing, they're on that. So, you know, they would have probably came to the festival anyways, but now they get to say, hey, we were on the same bill as our band. Right. That's yeah, I think awesome, it's man. I I, I think so it's cool. always great 
you know, you doing you doing kind of the work you're doing into looking into the bands that you're going to have on. And I know I find myself kind of looking at other festivals like over the years and tr- and just seeing how, you know, this band's name gets a little bit bigger and bigger moving on their yeah. way like up to the top is is such an awesome thing to see. And that just that just kind of promotes like the music fest- festival over time on how big some of these things could get. So kudos to you yeah. for kind of doing uh doing the work for us. And if you look at some of like some of the even major festivals, like if you look at Bonnaroo's lineups from the start, like it was a jam band festival and then it became like where the biggest bands in the world are playing there. Um so, you know, hopefully we can do something, you know, it we're we're too small probably to ever be on that level but you know i think we're going to be able to grow and as you know the amount of people that came the first year versus the second um you know so many more came the second and then already we were looking at ticket sales um and i mean we're pacing way above where we were last year and we went on sale a month earlier last year than we did um so i think when people came they they really found out like oh i want to come back to this um and then yeah hopefully some of these bands that we have that are on the lower lines of the poster five six years from now come back and they're up at the top that would be awesome heck yeah adam you know it's always it's always awesome to talk logistics and music and especially when you yourself are a lover of music you know if, if there are people listening to this that want to reach out to you for your services that you provide, where could people go to find your contact? Uh, they can find them on uh, amoremarketing.com, A-M-O-O-R-E marketing.com. Um, I basically, I just, I work with musicians and uh, concert venues. Uh, um, right now I work with Gin Blossoms. I work with Bela Fleck, who's probably the best banjo player in the world. Um does a lot of the bluegrass and the j- awesome. and jazz. Um, he dips his toe into the classical world. Um, I work with DJ Silver, who's this country DJ. He uh, tours with Jason Aldean. Um, Lindsay Liu, who's nice. up and coming artist uh, in like the Americana scene. She's from Michigan and kind of came up with Billy Strings, who's now blown up and is an arena act. So she kind of grew up in Michigan with him and they moved to Nashville around the same time. Um, so I work with her. I work with a girl named Layla McCalla, who's playing Kayamo uh, next year. And she sings in uh, like in French and she knows a ton of languages, sings in English as well. Um, but um, awesome. um, and then a venue here in Oklahoma called Kane's Ballroom, which is like a super historic venue. Um, they had uh uh, they had Green Day just played there, did a surprise show basically before they did their uh, arena tour. They announced it the day before, and, you know, of course it sold out in a second. Uh, and uh, But, yeah, it was like, you know, a, a tiny venue probably holds 1,800 people, and you're getting to see Green Day, who's playing to, you know, tens of thousands. Um, awesome. Were, were you lucky enough no, to see that no, Oh man, it was one of those where I was like, that actually, you don't even put in the ask because it was like, I just knew that they were getting hit up by everyone possible. Um, And so it was just like, all right, I I like, I do like Green Day and it would have been awesome to see for sure. But like, 
didn't want them to be in the position to tell me no because it's never been a no yet and so i don't want to like yeah hey i know yeah. like i mean because at that point it would have been like every one of your facebook friends is trying to ask you know that like people are coming out of uh out of nowhere saying like hey how you been oh hey so green day's playing there all right i'd like a ticket <laughs> that that reminds me that reminds me uh i went to nashville one year right and literally like uh billy billy idol um i guess was was in town and would just played like you know a pop-up unannounced like hour-long show at um i forget the name of the the record store down like the famous like oh Ernest old, old record store down there was that is that what it was I can't remember, but they had a stage in there and there was probably, I, I don't know, like 250 people like, like just were happened to be there or like there at that time or heard something or bought something at the store. They got a free ticket in and we got to see like this awesome Billy Idol show just randomly. Very cool. That band still kind well, of maybe it was kind of stuff. Maybe it you was know, called I, I, I wish I would. Oh man, I I I'm drawing a complete blank. Did you have some cocktails that day? <laughs> uh, I was there for I was there for a bachelor party, Chris. There was a there was a couple there was a couple of cocktails. Yeah. Oh, hammered, hammered. <laughs> yeah, that, there was a record Adam. store called Grimey's that had a venue in the in the bottom that they called the basement. It was in the basement, and they did a lot of cool pop up shows. Um, they did like uh, so before Metallica played Bonnaroo the night before. Now Grimey's or the basement holds like a hundred people shoulder to shoulder, and stage is <laughs> I don't know not even a foot off the ground, maybe a foot off the ground. And Metallica played there. Uh, Nora Jones did a show there. Like they had some like serious big names come through That's and awesome. do shows. So it was probably at Grimey's because it's like a huge independent record store. Um, I bet so you that was probably if it was Billy. Was mm-hmm. sounds like a place name it would go. <laughs> <laughs> so who are you guys most excited to see? Yeah. Oh, all right, uh, I'll go last. <laughs> Mark has uh, for me. Cold, you know, cl- yeah, Cold War Kids, um, Silver Sun pickups, um, Lit. Like those guys are amazing and great human beings as well. Live collective soul. I mean, the the list just goes on and on. Brothers Moore, actually, I am I'm super pumped. Love their music. Love their sound. I'm with you. I think that they're going to be up and coming. I'm 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 excited to I, uh, yeah. be kind of just at the at the festival. I love music festivals, so I'm I think I'm equally excited to see all of the music because it, it each brings a kind of a different, a different sound and, you know, just the joy of being like on the grounds, like we were there last year. So much fun. I'm just looking forward to the overall event. Nice. I, I think for me, it'll have to be whatever band sings happy birthday. I heard, on all the of stage them were singing. I heard that was the, I think it was in the contracts. I well, you know, then I then those are the ones that I really am excited to see. <laughs> that that will be no, but uh, you know, uh, yeah. There's just so many positive things about 
And then especially the artists that have never been on the boat who have donated their time to coming on the podcast to talk about their music, the excitement for the festival. That, to me, means so much. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, everybody's super busy. There's a lot of music going on. And I'm just... People, if you're listening to this, get out there. Go buy your tickets. Let's go musicfest.com. June 2nd, 3rd, and 4th. Uh, you're not going to be disappointed. There's so much fun for the family. There's so much amazing music. The food's awesome. The activities are going to be great. And then in speaking with Liz and Chris um, on our episode with them, there's some some unique things that are going to be happening that were different from last year. You got the second stage. You got the local bands. I mean, it's just going to be uh, – I'm just I'm, – I'm super excited. I'm excited to to recap it in another episode with, with you, Adam, Liz and Chris, to – to break it down for everybody and what they missed and to get them the yeah yeah i like it yeah we'll do that well the re the reunion episode yeah this year we have a masseuse out in the field we have an iv hydration so if you drink a little too much go get you an iv i think it takes like 20 minutes and you're like 100 percent sober that's amazing chris (laughs) can we put that in the contract and uh The, the one thing the one thing we can't stress enough is it, it really is that family atmosphere so if you're if you're hearing that it's like a, yeah. a, a festival and you're you got like coachellos or something in your head it's, it's completely different this is so like family oriented it's just a great hangout yeah Liz and Chris's kids are there their parents are there my parents are there mm-hmm. I'm not bringing my kids they're too young and I'm I'm working too much um but yeah, it's, I mean, kids 12 and under are free. Uh, every day we're giving away a guitar. PRS is one of the sponsors. They're from Maryland. Uh, all their guitars are made there. Um, it's, it's my favorite guitar that I own. Um, and uh, so they're giving, every day they're giving away a guitar. Um, so, and like, like I said before, we have all these games in the field that are free. So when you buy a ticket, you're getting a day full of music plus tons of extra stuff to do. Uh, that's not we're not nickel and diming you like oh to play ping pong it's another twenty dollars to do this you know it's just we've got a ton of local food trucks we've got a ton of local vendors um we've got one of the ladies is bringing a she's got like a school bus that she graffitied and sells clothes out of um she's out of baltimore uh there's another girl who was there last year if you saw that had the camper that she sold her clothes out of mm-hmm. um so there's a uh, there's, I, I don't know. It's a, it's from working these past two years. It's great, and I think we've we've brought in some new people this year uh, that are helping, and I think it's just getting bigger and bigger. And then we're already talking about, you know, we're not fully into next year, but there's already ideas that we wished we could have done this year that we're like, all right, we have to make sure write that down. We have to make sure uh, to do that next year. Um, I want to do. Have you guys yeah. ever been to Disney? I've been. To- and do like the joke oh, yeah. around the world thing so i want to i want to i yes. want to have that but so with all our sponsors you get like a passport and you get a stamp so if you get the deep eddie orange crush like get a stamp if you go get the oyster oh, go I'm, get I'm a gonna, stamp so i think that that would I'm be, gonna, that'd, that'd I, be cool. I will <laughs> i will win awesome. that game <laughs> I will need two yeah, passports. Oh, Adam. Man, I'm, this, is, this is just talking about all this is getting me excited, man. Challenge accepted. 
Adam, thank you so much for finding time to chat with us about Let's Go Music Festival. We're excited to see you guys again in a few weeks, and um, we're just looking forward to it all, yeah, man. Thanks for thank you me. so much. Thank you.